Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
up the Eagles fans, Philly in the house, the Stoop Radio Show at TGIM. Thank God it's Monday, Super Bowl edition of the Stoop Radio Woo-hoo! Show. I'm your host, Jeff the Shark Perini, with me, also donning the Eagles hat. Miss Jewel Tatey, Jewel, good evening, and welcome to the Stoop. Welcome to the Super Bowl. Holy shit. I mean, come on. How pumped are you? I am beyond pumped, and this song came out today. Uh, me um, and Josh and a couple of the other guys got together on Eagles 365. It's a Facebook page we started, Eagles Nest 365. I'm sorry. It's an Eagles page we started. It's got like 3,000 people on it. If you're listening, join in Eagles Nest 365 on Facebook. We're also on Twitter. And one of the group members, a guy by the name of Rock Fadon, came up with this awesome song called Going the Distance. And that's what this goddamn team is doing. And we played it, premiered it for you right here on the stoop. Some serious shit. Me and Jewel jumping up and down. I got my brand new conference champion Eagles hat on. Jewel has got her Eagles hat on. Nice wintry ski cap looking real comfortable there, Jewel. Nice hat. I love that hat. I need one of them. Oh, yeah, you got to get them. Dick's Sporting Goods. I walked in. They had about 100. I went in line. 10 minutes. Came back. Gone. Oh, my God. Man. You know who had pretty good shirts? They have, like, all the underdog shirts. Um, I went out yesterday. Uh, Foreman Mills. And they had some really good deals. And they were, like, good quality shirts. So, um, yeah, I got to get a few more. I mean, I need I need a, a Super Bowl shirt at least. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they had a good selection. Man, I, I I am so jacked up. I am so excited. I'm so I don't even know what the hell to talk about tonight. You said earlier we're doing topics. I don't know. I might just talk Eagles all night. Yeah. Uh, Go it's for just it. that crazy. <laughs> I gotta ask you real quick. I know last night was a massive night for you. You went down to see Lana Del Rey, which I know was yes. your favorite early yes. birthday gift for you. And you were down in the city. What the hell was the city like last night? Holy shit. I mean, if it I had it my way, like I would have been down there at eight o'clock yesterday morning, but I couldn't because <laughs> I had to work. So I didn't pull up to the stadiums until like about five o'clock and we did not move. We didn't move. We didn't find a parking spot until like six and we were legit like out front of the Wells Fargo. We had to park all the way the last lot of Citizens Bank. It was pandemonium madness mayhem i've never seen so many people in green it was just a sea of green and flower crowns it was like a mass mash of all of my favorite things so it was it was awesome though like it was so worth it we had such a good time um we were in the club box for lana so we could still you know follow the game and hear what was going on so it was crazy every time it didn't matter what song was playing every time they scored like the stadium went nuts, so it was just in the, and then after when we got out, it looked like the apocalypse. There was so much <laughs> trash. We were like videoing the trash because it was so ridiculous. Oh, like they had a big, big job to clean up, but it was it was great. It's absolutely incredible, and what a moment to watch the destruction of the mighty Minnesota Vikings defense by Quinn mm-hmm. Nick. Nick Foles gunslinging, firing, LeGarrette Blunt barreling the line, 
Jay Ajayi, the defense all over, Chris Long, Fletcher Cox, the secondary, everybody played perfect. Now we're coming for you, Goat. We're coming, Goat. Tom, terrific. Pretty boy, Tom. Here we come. Eagle. Heading up the Minnesota. Dude, he's going down. He's going down. It's just, it's in the air. You can feel it. It's just getting to that boiling point. We're going to do it. We're going to bring it home. I sure hope so. A beautiful team of underdogs. Some great names. Some great players. Everybody doing their job. And Nick Foles was ridiculous last night. God bless them all. Um, Let's cut to the Eagles for one second. Uh, Tonight on the show, we are supposed to be joined again by uh, local band Vita and the Wolf. Um, You know, we've been playing back and forth at this a couple times. We missed her. She missed us. We're hoping to have her on tonight. Uh, But if not, we're going to talk tons of Eagles. We're just going to have a great old time. But um, Swiss play a couple songs from Vita. I guess we'll hold up and see uh, how that progresses. Okay. Okay. Sounds yeah, because you wanted yep. you wanted music. We we came right out of the gate with Miss Music. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Top five time, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and of course the theme. Top five Philly sports moments. Jewel gave me that look. Jewel's not the biggest sports head, and I, you know I appreciate her hanging in here and <laughs> taking this topic on this evening. I'm sure she went Google happy, and I'm sure Duck was firing through the pages to get her some research, right? How's he talk? First talk tonight. I know she. Uh, they had a they had a party. Oh, I have to do a birthday shout out. Sorry, before I forget, can I do a birthday shout out? It's my Absolutely. niece Alyssa's 14th birthday tonight. So very happy birthday to my Alyssa. I love you. Mwah. And um, yeah, they're all out at her party having a blast. Blasty blast. The fun just keeps on rolling. You know that's the kind of uh, mentality that will not get an intern very far. Just don't walk off the show for a birthday party. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. Uh, Doctor, if you're listening, you're on, uh, you're on one week's probation. She didn't know Not what to make of it. She, w- she was down there with us, and she's like, holy shit. That just everything we saw yesterday was just craziness. But, uh, yeah, we had a good time. That's awesome. Really is. Oh, but getting back to the sports, um, I I did – I mean, I know you're going to be all statistical and, you know, get your numbers and years in there. So I just went with my Philly sports memories because that's all I got. (laughs) All right. Do you want to go first or do you want me to dive in? Um, Yeah, I'll go first. What the hell? Get rid of it. Jules, top five (laughs) Philly sports memories. Let her rip. Okay. Number five. I just love Philly because – Everywhere you go, all the teams are supported, and this was probably one of the most fun times I've had, but it was my first Wings game, and oh my god, it was just very fun. I was in grade school, and it was just like, it it was just, you could feel it in the air, like, Seoul, Philadelphia kicks, like, whatever sport that is from Philadelphia, the fans are just so diehard, and it was great. I was, you know... Young, and I just have this memory of being in the stadium and everyone going wild. And my sister took me for the first time, and I just felt like the cool kid with the cool kid crowd. So my first <laughs> Wings game is definitely number five. Um, number four, believe it or not, I have not been 
to a regular season Eagles game. The only time I went, and I'm going to give credit to my sister Sharon, she took me to a preseason game. And this was only a couple years ago. Like, I still haven't been to a regular Eagles game, and now I'm, you know, not going this year. So, um, yeah, that was my one and only time of being ever to see the Eagles. But it was just an unforgettable experience. So, number four. Number three would have to be just always you – now, I did go to a million Phillies games and just going to the Phillies games with my dad or watching the Phillies games with my dad eating – water ice and soft pretzels is just the best memory. So that's number three. And number two was 08 Philadelphia winning the World Series. Oh, baby. And I wasn't here. I wasn't here in my city. So number one was definitely last night. We got to watch the game. We got to be down in with the crowd and just – it's so infectious. Everyone's in a good mood. Everyone has been in a good mood and just – it was a great time, and it's going to be a great time, Super Bowl night. So I'm very much looking forward to it. That's my number one. Did I miss your number two? Oh. Oh, the OE, the World Series. What was number one? <laughs> Last night, this Eagles oh, season. Jesus. <laughs> How did I miss that? Sorry. Wow. That went oh quick. That's great. Wow. Good list. He did really good. Some memories, some current memories. Uh, me, I've got 18 of them, so I'm going to slice it down to six. I bet. <laughs> we'll, get a tie. we'll get a tie at number five. And um, one number five thing, 1983, the uh, Philadelphia 76ers championship team, 82-83. Uh, uh, finally got a championship for Doc, uh, Dr. J. Uh, Moses Malone came to Philly. Mo Cheeks, great, great team, one of the best teams in NBA history. Uh, that 83 Sixers team, well-deserved of the championship and tied for that uh, specific moment that didn't lead to a championship, but the Philadelphia Flyers and the 2010 comeback against the Boston Bruins. Down three mm. games and none. Tied that a series three games apiece. Down three games and none in game seven. Came back, won the, won the game, won the series. Eventually lost in the Stanley Cup to the Blackhawks. But, man, that just – the memory – that run, going down to the games, watching the games at Chicken and Pete's when they were on the road. Wow. Just such an amazing memory. Um, tie for number five. Uh, number four, the 1980 Philadelphia Eagles win over the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. Uh, everybody's like, oh, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys are so tough. They got Dorsett, and they had all these awesome players. And the Eagles went out there, and they made it happen. Good stuff. I mean, one of the best – Philly memories I have right there. Um, I'm sorry, I dropped my pen. Anyway, <laughs> so, yeah, the, um, the 1980, that's uh, number four. Sorry, I lost track with it. Uh, number three, as great as the 2008 World Series is, and that's definitely combined with this, but the Matt Stairs home run against the Dodgers. Yeah. Well, what a shot. Off one of the toughest closers again, Johnson Broxton, who was this big, giant closer throwing pure gas, and Stairs gets a hold of one and shoots it through the Los Angeles night. Such a monumental moment, such a moment in that entire playoff run, the improbable Phillies, and, and, and just that big moment, Matt Stairs, uh, and the 2008 Phillies as a whole, number three. Number two, for me, I 
barely remember, remember it just enough, and I've been reminiscing about it as the anniversary uh, came and went, and people talk about it a lot. 1976, Philadelphia Flyers defeat the Soviet Union hockey team. Mm. Soviet Union did a tour of the United States. They were the best of the best. They were unbeatable. Six-game series. It took five NHL teams, put them to bed, came here against the Broad Street Bullies. First big hit of the game. The Russians leave the ice. Flyers and Red Snyder says they want to leave. Not getting paid. Russians come back on the ice, and the Flyers manhandle them. And a great victory for Flyers, great victory for hockey, great victory for the United States of America, one of the greatest moments ever. The most hated team in history, perhaps, the Flyers. The 30 Broad Street Bullies became world heroes for one day. Right here, Philadelphia. And number one... That was a miracle, right? No, the miracle was the the Olympics. Ah, okay. This was just a (laughs) straight-up ass-beating of cocky ass... Russian hockey team. Um, I'm forgetting some, and you know, no disrespect to the 80 Phillies and some of the other teams, but last night, last night, that's number one for me to getting to the 2018 mm-hmm. Super Bowl. What a moment! Nick doing it for Carson. You know, Wentz got hurt, and he was on the sideline smiling. They need just because they kicked Minnesota's ass so badly. And here's a little thing, Minnesota fans, real quick. Uh, all talking about how they're going to come down, they're going to take over our stadium, and they're going to take over at the link. Well, guess what? The other way around. We're taking over your stadium in two weeks for the Super Bowl. That's right. Got <laughs> Eagles fans are taking over your stadium. And you can't do nothing about it. All you do is sit and well, watch. Get, do it for sp- shitting on our Rocky statue. That's right. You shit on it with your stupid colors. So go out, uh, Viking fans and Viking people. Go keep the seats warm, nice for us Eagle fans that are coming down. Get Minnesota nice and pretty up for us. Decorate it in green. You know, because... We kicked your ass. We just went. We kicked your ass. The beating. Beating. It was incredible. Just um, so many memorable moments from last night's game. I, I mean, so many stuff that got your hands up. The, the interception by Robinson for the touchdown. That was incredible. Um, the, the, the Chris Long uh, fumble recovery. Uh, awesome. Uh, LeGarrette Blump, that 11-yard touchdown run. Pure adrenaline, pour, full steam ahead. Awesome. Um, God, there's so many things great that happened last night. You know, the the bomb, the Alshon Jeffrey, Nick Foles looking like Carson Wentz, juking and jiving in the pocket, guys in his face, hitting him, knocking him around. He just winds up with all his might and chucks that baby 50 yards downfield. Alshon Jeffrey, awesome touchdown. The flea flicker to Torrey Smith, the guy that's been asleep all year. Torrey Smith with a massive touchdown. Everybody, just just so awesome. And and now we're getting there. We're Five and a half point underdogs. I love it. Oh my god, it's so fun to watch. It's so fun to watch him play and just have fun doing it. I, I agree. It's just you know, it's such team unity, and that wins championships. Um, there was another game yesterday. Uh, the New England Patriots. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of them. Uh, <laughs> Another miracle rally comeback by uh, the GOAT, apparently, Mr. Tom Brady. Uh, but here's the thing, Joel, and, and I said this to my wife while I was watching the game, and I said it to anybody that would listen. The Jacksonville Jaguars, kind of like the Atlanta Falcons last year in the Super Bowl, took their foot off the gas. Kind of let New England back in the game. And, 
And if you're going to do that to a guy like Brady, he's going to come back and get you. They're not just going to quit. And my favorite part of last night's game is the third quarter, Eagles started off with the ball. It didn't sit on they didn't do one yard handoff, one yard, one yard handoff, and crap and punt. They marched downfield again and put another touchdown on the board. And that's what you got to do. You got to keep going to get it. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> you are the best. You are the the best <laughs> co-sports anchor I've ever had. <laughs> Absolute worst. But you know your shit, so that's that's okay. Thank you, and thank you very much. So um, <laughs> give us give us a scoop last night on Lana Del Rey, and it was a moment you waited quite some time for. How was she? I know I know you're going to say how she was, but how was she? Give us some highlights of the show, and uh, and just run it down for us. Yeah, it was great. I mean, you know, it, it just didn't pale in comparison to the Eagles fandom that was happening like two feet away, like. The Eagles just literally took over the whole Wells Fargo. Like, it it was just, I can't say how nuts it was. But uh, Lana was great. She had an opening act. Um, Kelly Uchis. And she says her name like that. Kelly Uchis. And she's from Columbia. She's a really good singer. Um, I'm trying to reach out to her to try to get her on the show. But, uh, yeah, she was great. Um, because last time I saw her in Atlantic City, Courtney Love was supposed to open for her. And I would love to see Courtney Love. I know you love her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. But uh Absolutely. No, it was it was fine. It was it there was like a long intermission, but she did all my favorite songs. She did this really nice tribute to the women's march. She has this song on her new album. It's called God Bless America and all the beautiful women in it. And it was it was really like it got me choked up. It was really it was really cool. But um no, it was great. The whole set she um it's just her on stage. Like it's her and a band. And this time she had two backup dancers and that's what it is. She doesn't lip sing. She doesn't, you know, go crazy dancing, but it was just really, it was a, it was a fun night. And I told Mike, he is the best boyfriend ever along with every guy in that stadium that took their girlfriend (laughs) to see Lana Del Rey. I mean, who would have known like same night kick off the exact same time as the show. It was insane. Like, Everything happened all at once, and I felt bad because I know he really just wanted to, like, sit and watch the game. I'm like, well, you bought me the ticket, so it's all your fault. But uh, <laughs> we, we got to enjoy, like, everything all rolled into one, and now we get to enjoy the Super Bowl. So it, it was a win-win, I have to say. That is, that, that's great stuff. And i got to be honest, like, I, I'm a diehard, like, from the gut, got to watch football. Mm-hmm. Especially this. And, uh, yeah. like, if I had bought my wife tickets and she's like, oh, we're going to the concert, I would have, like, <laughs> called one of my buddies, like, dude, you got to take my wife. I'll tell my wife, give me a handy in the seat or something, you know. Give me a little stroke oh or something. Take me down. I'll be home watching the game. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I know. It, it, nice. I, it's true. It was – I kept thanking him up and down. Down, I'll say that. I'm like, uh, I can't believe – it was almost like we were in a bubble, though. Because all the madness was happening right outside the bubble. It was like, ugh. Can't be gonna, in two places at once. I'm going to keep it clean because I know a lot of your family members listen, but did you thank them up and down? Like, did you thank you, you them? Just have to, you have to go there, don't you? <laughs> you have to. <laughs> I seen he was roaming around the studio, too. I know, you know. 
He was jamming out to that Eagles song. He was. He's still that pumped. Was, that was some song. Everybody is. It, it's absolutely crazy. Uh, the wife's actually kicked around the idea of maybe having a Super Bowl gathering. I'll keep you posted. Ooh. We may. Yeah. Uh, I mean, nothing major, just some people, this ridiculous giant TV that dons my uh, my house. So, thinking about it, I'm, I'm stoked. But this whole atmosphere has been good luck. The chair, the Go Eagle sign. <laughs> so <I> superstitious. Mean, <laughs> um, like, like crazy. Like, people are like, you're coming out? Like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am so locked into this zone. It, it's a little pathetic. But it's been working. Yeah. Even the little mini helmets. The mini helmets, by the way, I will show you, Jewel. I know you love the mini helmets on Facebook. They're already set up. Very cool. I like They're that a lot. Set up. And I'm not the moving little Pat's them. helmet and the little Eagles yeah. helmet. Our beloved Eagles. You know, I, I have to say, last year I swore that I would wear this, this Eagles hoodie that I have every game. That they won. And the first time they lost, when I was wearing the hoodie, I never wore it again for another game. Come on. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to tell you a funny little I'm going to tell you a funny little stat about the helmets. Eagles lost three games this year, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Three games they lost all year. Two of those three losses, I did not post a picture of the helmets with the game day on Facebook. Are you serious? Uh-huh. The mini helmets... The the atmosphere, the the Go Eagle sign, the the chair, it, it's all, it's a strange combination of juju, but it's good juju. It's working. Yep. So you gonna wear that hat? I don't know. It's a good question. I may not wear this hat. This hat is new, and I was afraid to buy yeah. anything new. But you know, for Super Bowl, it's Super Bowl's a little different. You've made it to the big game, so might have to twist around a little bit. The the helmets, if anybody uh, out there listening, follows me on Facebook that you know that after these playoff losses, I've been taking the opponent's helmet and flicking it across the room. It's great fun. That's mini helmets. I love <laughs> mini helmets. I mean, so handy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, exactly. Well, the first one was adios. And, and yesterday, I think, was uh, CSC or whatever the hell they said. Anyway, I was just so anti. I really don't remember much. <laughs> I know. Wife. I'm seriously still so hungover. <laughs> No, I can imagine. I didn't even, like, I knew the game was so far in hand. It was 38-7. to 7, And I still refused to get up and hug my wife until the clock <laughs> struck zero. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And make, sure yeah. Zero. make sure that you're getting out of there alive. And then I gave her a big hug. And she's like, are you crying? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> God. That's so funny. Yeah, we were just watching that clock, man. Tick down. Unbelievable. And that had to be really, for you, that had to be one hell of an experience. I said, the Eagles game, your favorite, Lana, you know, that. It, and in case anybody forgot, 27th is Jewel's birthday. So let's talk about it. <laughs> birthday oh, no. back. That right there is, is something. Stop. One of us on the stoop, and see if you can pick it out. One of us is 50. Years older than the other one. Huh. And I'll give you a hint. It's uh, not the one bitching about their age. <laughs> so. I just feel old. Leave me alone. <laughs> I 
like really messed up my shoulder today. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> not again. Oh, <laughs> How's your hip? Did you did you break your hip? <laughs> now here's hip something. <laughs> I've actually come up with a new um, kind of theory or recipe or whatever it is. Um, we all know I like to drink beer. You like to drink beer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes I like to drink too much beer, and I've come up with a solution. Just watch. Philadelphia sports teams in stressful situations. I could not drink a beer and put a beer in my stomach yesterday to save my life. I was I was so amped up I couldn't do it. I was so nervous, even when they were cruising. I, I get out. Too nervous for beer. Huh. Then again then again for, um, Saturday night. I really let it go. You'd have been awfully proud of me. Saturday uh I had a little um, farewell thing for me and uh, my coworker Sam. You've met Sam, I believe. Um, we're no longer working together. We're now in separate buildings, and it's very sad. So we said goodbye to each other, and that was uh, that. I believe we have our special guest. Let's check it out right now. And uh, start. man, we got so much talking about the Eagles. We 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 kind of <laughs> missed the entire point of the show, but the Eagles had us so amped up. Vita and the Wolf. Good evening. How are you? Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes. We can hear oh, you. Cool. Wow. Hi. Oh. This is, Hi. Hi. I'm, <laughs> I'm in a car right now with Adam Shumsky, a.k.a. Drummer. Drum, Hi, Adam. That's what, they called, that's what they called me in high school. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. A.k.a. Drummer? <laughs> um, I want to thank you guys. I know... You know, we've run into a couple of uh, roadblocks where we missed the chance to get together on a couple of occasions. We were determined to get yeah, this done because, yeah, Jules a massive fan. I love what I hear from your music, and uh, we're just really thankful you guys came on with us tonight. Thank you so much for having us. Sure, I'll, I'll yeah. let Jules get started with. Some, I'll let Jules get started with some questions. Jules, let it rip. Absolutely. Um, I just. Yeah, I am a massive, massive fan, so thank you guys. And um, I just want to know how did the band get started? How did how did it become the band that it is today? Um, well, five years ago, about five years ago, I started having rehearsal in my parents' basement um, with a few friends and musicians, and I just decided to call it Meet in the Wolf. And um, it's gone through several different um, lineup changes, uh, but I've always been like the main songwriter. Um, and then I finally met Adam. Is it three years ago? Three years ago. And um, then we met Dane about a year and a half ago, and we've been together ever since. That's awesome, and it started. It started off with like, you you were in a group with a lot more people, right? And then it just came about with you and Adam. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah, yeah. I've, I, it's gone through several lineup changes. Just you know, I think that I just didn't know how to run a band <laughs> five years ago. Um, <laughs> I didn't know how to manage people. I mean, it started off as a seventeenth band. <laughs> um. And then for a while, 
remained a two-piece band after that. So I think that uh, my philosophy has always been to keep things simple and nice and uh, nice and simple and uh, tight, you know, so that sure. And it totally works. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, we notice you. We notice that you play piano and the guitar, um, and you sing. Uh, what came first, your desire to be a singer, and then you start picking up instruments, or did you always want to be somebody who got into instruments and the singing kind of came along? I owe it all to Brittany. All to Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think that I always had a big. I just had a thing, you know, for music ever since I was like. I could walk. Um, my Nana played piano, so I remember going over to her house and, you know, being, like, fascinated with the fact that I could press down on a key and make it sound. Like, I was kind of obsessed with it. Um, and then, I don't know, I just, I just, it was just a thing, you know? It was a thing I was, like, really into for the longest I could remember, you know. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I was, like, really into Mariah Carey and Alicia Keys, as a kid, you know, like, in elementary school and middle school. So. Were you um, professionally um, taught instruments? I wasn't, well, so I was, I took seven years of classical piano, and I was also in band. I played, like, clarinet and bass clarinet. Um Never really pursued that, <laughs> um, but I, it gave me a good foundation as to like, you know, playing with other people and singing with other people. Um, I took a couple of private lessons um, from an amazing opera singer when I was in uh, middle school and high school uh, named Mrs. Conrad, um, and she was fabulous, and she's since passed, but uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Was she impressed by yeah. your pipes? <laughs> sorry. Was she impressed by your pipes? I mean, your your voice is just ridiculous. I think she was impressed by every, you know, all of her students. She just had a lot of appreciation for anybody who wanted to, you know, sing and play music. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but she was she was a professional opera singer. I learned this after taking lessons with her, actually. Um, and it kind of, it's funny because people are always, like, comparing me to an opera singer, like, some of my style as a singer. Um, but I, that's totally, like, just me making it, making it up. And, I don't know. But, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of an improv voice as you go along, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, the jump is so- so we ask we ask this question a lot, but we always like to ask it because we love the answers. How was it trying to break into the Philadelphia music scene, and what do you see in this area as far as uh, the appreciation for bands? Um, let's see. Well, I started. Let's see, that's a good question. I would say it took me about a year and a half years because um, I I don't think it I don't think it really started happening for me until I met 
my um, good friend and manager, Rachel Barish, um, <laughs> you know, who, you know, introduced or introduced me to people over at WRPN, which definitely helps, like, with promotion and, get, you know, having people hear my music and stuff. So um, that was, I think it took about a year or a year and a half to actually start seeing people come to my shows. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I think that there's a lot of potential for the Philly music scene. Um, it's small enough to, like, be able to have a, have a chance, you know, <clears throat> you know, if you're if really, if you're good. Um, whereas with other cities, I feel like it's hard because there's so many, there's so many musicians, there's so many artists and a lot of like really, really talented people out there. So it's really competitive, but I mean, Philly has a lot of talented people as well, but it's, I think a little bit smaller and a little bit easier to break through. Um, so, do you, yeah. Do you feel like support it? Like the camaraderie, do you feel like it's like sort of everyone lifts each other up? Or is there, like, yeah. a lot of competition? <laughs> well, I mean, once you get once you get out of the, the local scene, I think that's when the competition really starts, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Adam? Do you think that the Philly music scene is competitive? I don't know. I think everyone in Philly is quite nice. Uh... We are nice, aren't we? <laughs> I think so. Despite some what other some people might think about our sports fans, I think we are quite nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. Our Absolutely. Sports fans are yeah. Yeah. It's, no, I think it's it's. Good. I mean, it's like any career field. If you're really good, you're going to be competitive somewhere. Yeah. It's a good outlook on it. Uh, did you uh, did you guys get into the game at all yesterday? Did you watch the game? Are you are you big Eagle fans? I watched on and off. It wasn't, like, the game wasn't, like, oh, my God, are they going to win? It was, like, okay, they're they're, win. they're up, like, 14 points. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably going to win. Yeah, that's true. They're the nail-biter. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it is really it's... exciting, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Big for the And I, I have I've, I've actually just moved to Los Angeles. So. Oh, wow. It, yeah, so I um, I had flown back on Friday because we have this um, upcoming tour with Yolklore. Um We're actually in the car driving to Chicago right now. But wow! <laughs> but I've, I've since moved to yeah, I've since moved to Los Angeles. Um, but I was in Philly last night, um, watching the game, and that was pretty fun. So oh, that's so great. Yeah. Yeah, t- tell us about the tour. Um, I'm really trying to get to Johnny Brenda's on the 30th. I'm really, really looking forward to it, and hopefully we can meet. But, uh, yeah, tell us about yeah. the tour a little bit. Um, so we are going to be supporting um, this band called Yokelore. Um He's really good, really good song. I'm a big fan. Um, and the tour kicks off in Chicago at Shuba's. And then um, we have a couple days off, and then we play Cleveland, and then we play Toronto, which I'm really excited about because we've never been to Toronto nor played in Toronto. Oh, wow. Uh, And then we go to D.C. 
we play Philly. We play the Songbird in D.C., and then we play at Johnny Bread's in Philly on, on uh, January 30th. And then we play Boston and then New York. Wow. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So. Do you feel the love, like, like last night, was it, did it feel different now that you live in L.A.? And do you think, like, the Philly love is going to be evident, like, on your next, now it's just like a tour stop for you. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the home shows have to be great, you would feel, after being away for a little bit. I mean, honestly, we we don't play Philly all that often anymore. Um, so this past uh, October, when we played, we headlined at Johnny Brenda's, and we sold out Johnny Brenda's, and it was like a dream come true for me, you know, to sell out my favorite venue in Philly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I felt, I definitely felt the love that night, and it's always nice to be home and, like, you know, it's always like a big party with my friends. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's pretty sweet. It's good. It's a good. It's a good vibe always. So. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah. You've opened for some. You've opened for some big acts. Uh, Christina Perry, uh, Kobe Calway. Um, tell us what's like opening for for big stars like that and uh, do you have any interesting stories that go along with these uh, opening dates and tours um well so that one was terrifying because we played the <laughs> man and um they don't have so like when you go to perform on like a stage that we're used to <laughs> there's usually monitors on the front of the stage so you can hear what you're what sound you're making um, and so you can hear what the audience is hearing, but they didn't have that at the man center because they had in ears, which are basically earplugs, like their earbuds for you. So you can hear what you're playing instead of the monitor. And that was our first, that was my first time playing with in ears. So it was terrifying. And also it was like in front of a thousand people. So that was really, it was fun. And also it was like, I don't know. What do you think, Adam? Oh, that was great. That was really fun. I have a funny story. I didn't know what Christina Perry looked like. So I remember being backstage there, and I walked down the hallway, and I literally think I said, is that that Christina girl? And I pointed to her, and she waved and said hi. And she's really nice. She is from... The I think Ben Salem or something. She's from somewhere yeah, yeah. around. She's a local. Uh, yeah, so she's really cool, and that was just a good time. Kobe Calais seems a little more peeved at me. I think I kind of. <laughs> I don't know. It was fine. It was a good time though. That was a good time. It was scary though. There was a lot of people. Yeah. Oh wow. And and I heard you play with um Hamilton Lathalzer. I love him and he's headlining his oh, own yeah. tour in uh New York right now, so it's good to see him take yeah. off too. He's he's great. For sure. Yeah, that was a good that was a good night. Yeah. That was a really fun show. That was a while ago, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Our good friend Colin Kerrigan put that on. So That's yeah. awesome. check out his out of town film sessions that he does. Because that was an out of town film sponsored show, I believe. Oh yeah, are you yeah. guys on it? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. We are. 
Um, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, Jeff. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, good. So, um, some of your music, like a lot of the music you write, is it about like personal experiences or you just kind of write about life in general? Like, what drives the music and what is the process behind creating your songs? Um, well, it changes um, throughout the various seasons and moods that I experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, a, a lot of it is about relation, like my relationships with people. Um, you know, a lot of it is like just going through some really tough periods. You know, life is really hard, as everybody knows. Um, so, you know, I just try to write about you know, like, breakup, that's, like, hits home real hard for me, you know, um, yeah. and, uh, I guess, you know, Tunnels is about just me, like, getting over myself as a, you know, stupid early 20-year-old, I don't know, like, young 20-year-old, I guess, um, so, yeah, and also just, like, dealing with, with trauma, you know, the happen to people, I guess. Yeah. I have to tell you, like, Tunnels is just so powerful. I mean, my two favorite songs off it are Brett and Bury You. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've, (laughs) I I have to tell you, like, even, even New Year's Eve, like, I, I must have played Brett, like, I don't know, five times. People are like, we love this song, but can you skip it? And I've made just instant fans of you guys because I just, I play (laughs) one song from, from that record and people fall in love. Um, it's just so much. So powerful. Oh yeah. Thank you. Um, but but we're gonna play two other songs from it, Feline and Sundrop. Can you talk a little bit about their backstories? Sure. Um Feline Um Feline is a really personal song. I think uh I wrote it because I had, you know, some crappy stuff happen to me, um, and I, it's kind of about, you know, how I'm just kind of frustrated with men and white male privilege, honestly, (laughs) um, so, you know, it's a, it's a pretty personal song, um, it was written in two different, at two different times, I wrote the verses after I wrote the choruses. So it was kind of just this song that I was like, yeah, I don't really know what's going on with it. And then, like, you know, my manager, Rachel, was like, you should finish that song and it should be on the next record. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I did. And it ended up being, like, I guess the, you know, a lot of people, you know, listen to that one on Spotify, I guess. So. Which is really nice because I recorded it myself. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. So. Your music, uh, your your music is growing. You got a lot of followers. You're obviously taking off on great tours. Uh, what is the next step? Like, what would you like to accomplish next in your career that really will make you feel comfortable in your music? Um, probably being able to survive in Los Angeles. 
Very fair. <laughs> or, or just, you know, um, I really would love to tour the world a little bit more. This past September, we um, had the opportunity to go on tour in Europe, which was a dream come true. I never thought that would happen. We played a few sold-out shows over there, which was absolutely amazing. Um, wow. You know, just continuing to grow my team, I have, like, this amazing group of people that work with me and make sure everything runs and is taken care of. And, you know, like, just, I I just am so grateful for having the people, you know, and my band, Adam and Dane. Um, Everybody works so hard, you know, to keep this thing going. And just, you know, having that. My booking agent, it's like, I can't imagine having to do all that. It's it's so much work booking a tour, and I have so much appreciation and respect for for the people who work for me. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. It's all we keep hearing about, and, you know, all we keep hearing about in Hollywood is, you know, women trying to fight for equality, and it's the year of the woman, this, that, and the other thing. But i got to tell you, I think in music, it's – year of the females we have a lot of great female lead singers in here you included you're fantastic but adam the question is how good is it to be in a band with an awesome female lead and and being a part of like a a a band of male and females uh what's it like yeah i mean uh you got you get great confidence in, in the in jen do you love being a part of a male female type band Uh, Am I putting you yeah. on the spot? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's okay. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's powerful for people who are not men to <laughs> be a person who's not a man, have a platform, uh, and really demonstrate what is possible and what people can do. I think it's I think it's powerful to have role models for not men. Uh, I think it's really powerful and important to have the visibility, um, knowing that women can do so much. And uh, I think it's really inspiring for people to see what Jen does all the time. Uh, well, we're excited to see it. I, I can't. I cannot wait. Gosh, I hope. <laughs> I hope I didn't miss the boot and it's not sold out. But I, I'm gonna buy my ticket tonight to Johnny Brenda's. Yeah. yeah please do. I can't wait to meet you. For sure. Yeah. yeah it's um. It's, it's gonna... Tuesday, January 30th at Johnny Brenda's at 1201 Frankfort Avenue in Philadelphia for our Philadelphia listeners out there. Uh, me and Joe are definitely gonna give it a shot to go down and check it out because it, it it's really, I mean, it's great music. I love it. We, Jewel goes out, hunts down these local bands, makes me fall in love with them right away. And then I got to get out to see it. So I definitely got to try and make it the effort. Please do. Yeah. We'd love to see you there. <laughs> Thank oh. you. Yeah. All right. Um, so we're going to let you go. We're going to let you keep heading out to Chicago. Let's see. We've got a couple songs to play okay. for our audience uh, in a little bit. We're going to play uh, two songs, and um, Feline and Sundrop, we're going to check them out. And definitely, 
people in the Philadelphia area remember, again, January 30th, Johnny Brenda's, 1201 Frankfurt Avenue, Vita and the Wolf. It is definitely worth your while. This is a fantastic band, up and coming, <laughs> growing fast. Jen, Adam, I know it took us a couple of tries to get you here, but thank you so much for coming by the stoop, and we'd love to have you again if you'd like to be a part of it. Yeah, for sure. Thank, thank you. you. Yes, thank you so much, Go guys. Bird. Again, Go, Go birds. Bird. Bird gang. <laughs> right. Vita and the Wolf. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank you so much. Have a great, have a great trip. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 So very glad we finally got a chance to do that. Um, Couple roadblocks. Last couple times, just to have her on. Uh, these things happen. Um, it happens in all walks. People get busy. Uh, they have a booming career. They are growing, and they've got a lot of followers. Their music's terrific. And uh, us here, you know, me, I'm just a jackass sometimes, so we miss out. <laughs> no, no, yeah, they're really great. Fun. Oh my God, the, their momentum is just. I am just so excited. In her voice and just them together as a band. Oh my God. I'm just very excited. I'm truly, truly a, a massive fan. So check them out, Vita and the Wolf. Yes, it's Vita and the Wolf, Wolf, W-O-O-L-F. Their music is on Bandcamp. It's on Spotify. Uh, you can find them on Facebook at Vita and the Wolf, Instagram. Check them out. She has got a, uh, a great look. They're a great band. They're a great sound. And we're going to get to it right now while the momentum is still going and the uh, and the stove is still hot, as they say. We're going to play a song called Sundrop from Vita and the Wolf. It's about four minutes, 20 seconds. Check it out. We're going to be back to you in a few minutes, and then we're going to play another song. So let's get right to it. Let's really pump up our awesome special guest tonight, Vita and the Wolf, Jen and Adam. This song is called Sundrop. We'll be back shortly on the Stoop Radio Show.
Drop, and that was tonight's very special guest, Vita and the Wolf. We had Jen and Adam on with us tonight on the road to Chicago as the tour rolls on. That's on yeah. by Corona Extra. Corona, <laughs> it's a beer drinker's drink when you're listening to The Stoop. Yes. And brought to you by I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> little Corona bottles and big Corona bottles. <laughs> now they were little Corona bottles and big Corona bottles. Corona. It's not just beer. I don't know. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. I don't even know what their <laughs> slogan is. Um, Imported. Corona is not just beer. I just made that up. I don't know. Oh, okay. But, oh my God, how great is Vita? <laughs> I love her voice. I can seriously listen to her all day long. Like I said, I was like drowning out that my New Year's Eve party. I was just playing Vita and the Wolf. I was like, nope. I actually got in my own little section and had my own little speaker just so I could like have my music and blare Vita and the Wolf the whole time. I played a lot of our guests that night. I played some Overwinter, Sheen and the Nosebleeds. I'm just, I love making people fans of great music. Like that's, that's my dream. And uh, I mean, Vita and the Wolf, they're just phenomenal. So, whew. I'm glad they came on. So, yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely awesome stuff. Uh, like I said, we tried to get her a couple of times, and it was definitely worth the wait. Excellent music. 
very mm-hmm. strong number. We'll play another song shortly, a song uh, called Feline. Uh, I had to share this because this note just came into the studio, and I'm going to let the uh, audience let me know. The audience gets to judge how we play this out, and Joy, you're going to help me play this out as well. The, le- the note came out that said, I'm off Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Next week, you know, leading to and past the Super Bowl. You should quit your job and uh, you can go to Aunt Kitty's and tailgate in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that note came in from the studio for my wife. And when your wife gives you the the um, opportunity to quit your job and tailgate in the town of the she Super Bowl do that? with free residents at her aunt's house, it's kind of hard to say no. Oh, my God. I didn't know she wrote it to you. I thought someone else did. That's amazing. Go for it. <laughs> if, if somebody else wrote that to me, I would not be announcing it on the radio show because she would clap right. me upside the head, first of all. I mean, like, all, you know, I'm when you're pals, I don't know. Oh, okay. All right, I got you. That's awesome. <laughs> Dude, why don't you do it? You have a place to you. sleep. Yeah. Free. It, her house is. She's in Wisconsin, but she is two hours, maybe a little bit less than two hours from the stadium. So yeah, although tickets probably won't be possible, just being in the city and representing your birds, and I'm sure there's bars all over the place to sit and watch oh the game at. Oh my god, that's pretty damn awesome. Dude, you should do it. When are you gonna get this opportunity again? Probably What's not. What's it called? Well, Yolo. <laughs> Yolo. Yolo. I, I'm hoping to have this opportunity again next year when our Eagles come right back to Super Bowl. But, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's something. Wow. Holy crap. That's the kind of notes I get in the studio. See? That's awesome. I don't need it. <laughs> I get fantastic messages left for me. Like this. God. I had I had something pretty cool happen to me today. What's that? <laughs> you're, you're, oh, I thought okay. you were going to run right into the story and then you froze on me. Go ahead. I was just waiting to see if you wanted to hear it or not. <laughs> I always want to hear it. Always. Okay. So, I drew up a tattoo idea, but I drew the actual picture, and then my nephew got it tattooed on him. So, it's literally wow. like my artwork is tattooed on my nephew for life, and it's so cool. It's um, it's a breast cancer ribbon with boxing gloves, but he wanted a twist on it, so I drew it a little different for his mom who has breast cancer, and then my mother was diagnosed not too long ago, and he let me draw it. And and the the artist, the tattoo artist, like used my exact drawings, my exact lettering, and everything. It was just the coolest thing, and it looks great. I mean, shout out to Mean Street Tattoos on Street Road. Because uh, these guys are really good. It's a really nice, clean, really big, cool-looking shop. Um, so, yeah, it was just awesome. And my nephew, he's he's 17. He got a taste of what tattoos are all about. Yeah, a little, <laughs> little reaching out, yeah. Color, color really hurts, and it is, like, jam-packed <laughs> with that pink, bright pink color. Um, so, yeah, he was a trooper, though, so. Shout out to Lil Bri. Thought that was pretty cool. Shout out to him and shout out to the guys at Mean Street Tattoos. And the time's come that we're going to start getting paid for these shout outs. 
Because we shout right? everybody here on the street. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Support local music. Support your local radio shows, God damn it. Yeah. Now, we do, we do travel all over the country, and we, uh, you know, we've gotten as far as uh, London, England. We get out there. People listen. We do. Yes. Let's do. It's great. It's a lot Shout of fun. out to our listeners. Shout out to all our listeners. Boop, 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 Ow. Boop. <laughs> Can't do things anymore, old. Uh, it was it was funny. One of the guys at, at work today was watching uh, some past episodes of Shameless, and and you know, of course, one of our good friends here, the stupid Steve Howie, uh, just cracks me up. And, and I'd seen him, and I said, you know, he's on my radio show, and he said, yeah, I know, and I'm going to check it out. So just more people don't want to check it out. Uh, if you know, you can always check out our archive episodes. Um, website update because I know everybody's wondering when our website is coming back up I uh, did re-establish the domain name we got it back so we're working next on a website it should be up soon and you can catch past episodes until then it's a little complicated but follow the instructions you can listen to our past episodes blogtalkradio.com's website www.blogtalkradio.com just search the stoop and you'll see our logo it'll see Jeff and Jewel and click on past episodes a lot of great guests, Steve Howie and Hal Sparks, and then all the local bands, uh, Vita and the Wolf, uh, and Molly Rhythm, Overwinter, and so many great bands, so many great actors, performers of all natures um, will be there. So check out some of our past shows. We'd really love you for it. Um, we're going to play another song right now, another one from tonight's guest, Vita and the Wolf. Uh, this one's called Feline. I believe we may have played it the last time she was supposed to be here when we lost her at the last minute. I believe. But we'll play it again because we like it. Um, good point, Joel. Good point. Now, let's hit it now. Before we go to the music, I forgot to thank our guest from last week. Yeah. The very fun and creative and wild guy from Dreambox Mechanics who had us laughing rather severely. And Tree Theater. Um, great bunch of guys. Will Carter. Uh, from Tree Theater, and we had uh, Andrew Curry, Bob Hines, and the guy that's known as the Fonz from <laughs> Dreambox Mechanics. Uh, wild music, good stuff. So look them up too. Look up Dreambox Mechanics, look up Tree Theater, look up Vita and the Wolf. We're bringing in a lot of good music. A lot of it is really worth your time. So check it out. Like I said, we're going to do another one here from tonight's guest, Vita and the Wolf. This one is called uh, Feline. And of course, i got to scan through the uh, studio. We really need studio hands. We need people in here to help us out. <laughs> We're going to oh, make Jewel and I look better. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this is Feline, uh, about four minutes long, Vita and the Wolf, another shot from them tonight. And we'll be back shortly on the Stoop Radio Show. Enjoy.
your ego Running for the plane that I lost When I fell from the darkest hero It's like a volcano running through my veins They echo lines of desperation and thoughts of letting go church next week that's what it's going to feel like at johnny brenda's when vita and the wolf play like it is going to be a religious experience if you're not there you're square yeah okay that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so yeah, cool. very solid and like you said going to church it's like a religious experience her voice it's so strong and, and so right on Excellent music tonight, and like uh, we'll say it one more time: twelve oh one Frankfurt Avenue in Philadelphia, January thirtieth. The place is called The place is called Johnny Brenda's. The band is Vita and the Wolf. Do yourselves a favor. Well, don't do don't always do yourselves a favor and get a ticket because I might still want to go. But get your tickets anyway. <laughs> yeah. Just check it out. And, first. <laughs> yeah, and you'll get to meet Jewel Tatey. And you'll get autographs by the Stoop Zone Jewel Titi. Hey, why not? Why not? <laughs> and uh, ladies, uh, ladies, we're going to set up the Stoop Kissing Booth. You can have a kiss from Jeff Perini. Oh, my God. That would be the slowest kissing booth ever. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Some guy you know, might, I some... have to say... Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I said some guy might roll up to it. That's about it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not oh. you, sir. No, sorry, we're closed. I was gonna say, as much as I love Philadelphia music, I have never been to this venue, Johnny Brenda's. So I'm super excited. 
I feel like when I go there, I'm going to have to keep going back to see other great music. Um, there's just so many great people coming in town this year, too. Like, I just saw Lana last night. Borns is coming next month. Yes, hold on. What's after that? Oh, March is LP. Dane Cook's coming. I have to see Dane Cook. Maybe I can get him on the stoop. Holy crap, he's coming. Um, Eminem was announced for September. Bishop Briggs, I just found out about this last night, was announced May 18th. She's going to be at Union Transfer. Like, holy shit, this is like the year of music. I'm so, so, so excited for all the shows. Absolutely, a lot of great stuff. And in March, the Femmes of Rock play Parks Casino. Yeah. (laughs) Someone else, oh, uh, and Jim Brewer's coming to Parks, too. Jim Brewer is coming to Parks. Parks really has uh, some axe sizzling. Uh, they're mm-hmm. they're getting this uh, new venue up off the ground. They had Chicago uh, open it up. That, that's yeah, that's a pretty nice landing as well. And they've uh, they've got some names coming. So check out Parks Casino. And we're going to be up there checking out some bands real soon. We certainly do hope so. We're going to be checking out the Fens of Rock in March. We're going to have them on a stoop in February. Lots of exciting stuff coming up. So many exciting things on the Stoop Radio Show. And I'm going to hit you with one of them right now. And it's coming up Wednesday night. Right here on the Stoop Radio Show. Oh, yeah. It is, folks, from the 1966 television show Batman Robin himself. Burt Ward is going to be on the Stoop. We're really excited to talk to Burt. Um they got a new uh, Batman 66 uh, art expo that's going on. Uh, he also does a uh, product called the uh, the Gentle Giant. Uh, it's into uh, dog food and dog health products. Um, real good guy. Uh, very excited to talk to Bert about his days uh, on Batman as Robin the Boy Wonder and all the great uh, performers that he got to play with on that show. Um, Joey Newmar, Cesar Romero, Burgess Meredith, and on and on, of course, the great Adam West. Uh, so, yeah, very excited for Wednesday night. Burt Ward here on the stoop. That is one yeah. I'm definitely excited for. I was always a big Robin fan, so I'm definitely excited for that. Uh, on the 29th, a uh, young lady out of Florida has some dance tunes on the Billboard charts. The stoop now delves into club and dance music. Kendra Erica is her name. Exciting young lady. Had a lot of good conversations with her. Very excited about getting her on the stoop talk about her music and lots of other great things that she has going on uh remember valentine's day is on the 14th so we will not be here but we do have a special thursday night show coming on with the femmes of rock uh amazing gorgeous ladies that play violin to all your favorite classic music if you haven't seen these girls check it out go on youtube check out femmes of rock or google it or anything of that nature, check it out. George just reminded me that we do have a recently announced show, January 31st. Yes, we do have a show again, January 31st. That'll be Wednesday night. Excuse me, I'm sorry, I dropped the pen here. There we go. This Thursday night, we have comedian Brian Six. And I'll tell you, between Hal Sparks and, and Sean Kanan, we've had luck with comedians. Very excited to get funny people on here because people make us laugh uh, Steve Howie, uh, Sean Kanan um, Hal Sparks and now we're going to have Brian Six on the 31st recently just announced show very excited for that as well so January is totally filled up we've got a couple spots for February we're talking to a few more bands and a few more people I've got some names I'm not going to drop the names because people are hot on the stove let's hope we get everybody in here and let's keep 
the stoop rolling along here in 2018. I'm just so very excited. I'm so excited. Holy crap. Like, what a year. This is it. This yeah, is going to be a great year. I agree. And it's really just starting. Um, we were also um, still itching and still keeping our eyes on the uh, scene with our favorite band from England, Lilith. And tonight, Lilith had talked about new music in late January, February. We certainly hope that happens because she loves to come on the show. She loves to have her stuff debuted here. She's beautiful. She's the sweetest thing and just an awesome, awesome interview. So we hope to have that coming up soon as well on the stoop. Uh, and if not, I'm going to plug her anyway because she's awesome. Lilith and the night. Um, so we're just going to keep on going with that great stuff. Um, a topic that Jewel threw at me, a uh, little, little tiff going on between Scarlett Johansson and James Franco. Yeah, so Franco um, showed up in public uh, for the Time's Up movement while being accused of sexual misconduct. It's an interesting little tidbit there. Uh, so Johansson was quoted as saying, My mind baffles. How could a person publicly stand by an organization that helps provide support for victims of sexual assault while privately preying on people who have no power? Uh, that was a quote uh, directly from Johansson Saturday at the Los Angeles Women's March. And uh, she said, I want my pin back, by the way. Of course, they're referring to the True. pin um, that Johansson, uh, I mean, that Franco was wearing during his appearance at the Golden Globes where he was, you know, dressed in black and donning a Time's Up pin in solidarity. Um with the Time's Up organization. Uh, very sensitive right now in, in Hollywood. And it's not going away anytime soon. Uh, the women's rights, the women's power movement, uh, and the men who have been accused of harassment, and uh, it, it's getting bigger and bigger. We've talked about it on and off. Uh, it's hit you know, fairly close to home with you, with, with uh, your cousin and, and this kind of stuff. What are you thinking about this? Like, is this really where it's getting knocked down drag at, where a female will call a male right out, celebrity is celebrity? I don't think so, because we just saw Natalie do it on the Oscars or the the, the last award show. She said, own oh, the all-male on my knees. Um, I just think women have had enough. You know, they're not taking it anymore. And you know, she didn't directly call him out, but she confirmed later that it was about him. And James Franco has had a pretty lengthy history, it seems. Like, a lot of people confirmed he had actually his own acting school. And for the women, he made them do stuff to him, like, to get parts. And they had to look a certain way. And even his own ex called him out on Twitter. She's like, yeah, you forced me to do stuff. Um, stop acting all innocent and he was trying to say that everything was not true so I mean I don't know he seems kind of what's the word slimy I like him I like him as an actor but (laughs) I mean I think he's really funny but oh could you imagine that guy be like gross like I could see it Uh, so I think women have just gotten to the point where they're going to put their foot down Uh, Monique I don't know if you heard this, but she just was offered $500,000 for her Netflix special while her counterpart, Amy Schumer, was offered like five or $13 million. But guys like Seinfeld and, I mean, they're, they're older and stuff, but like Dave Chappelle, they're getting like 30, 40, whatever million. Like yeah. it was like a joke and a slap in the face. And a lot of people were like, well, Monique and blah, blah, blah. Like she literally – 
like is one of the original queens of comedy. Like, say what you want about her, but I mean, equal pay. And then Wanda Sykes jumped on and said she got even like half of that. So Wanda Sykes said F you to Netflix. Monique wants everyone to protest Netflix. It's just it's just women have this platform now where they're just not gonna take it, so they're not. And um yeah, I applaud it. I think it's great. Okay. Um I like that. I, I really think that um the women's movement, women's power and whatever it may say is really a good thing. I, I may have it's touchy still. I, I kind of threw it out to uh, Adam from Vita and the Wolf, and uh, you know the the answer was a little roundaboutish. <laughs> uh, but I got to tell you something right here. Uh, when I took over the show from John, my main objective right off the bat was a female co-host, and it's not about the sexuality of it. I mean, it's you know it's a plus to have attractive people involved, but. It's two standpoints. It's two different views. It's a guy view, a female view, and it's a 50-50. Really, could you imagine, like, if we did the stoop and Jewel would talk for about two minutes and I would talk for an hour and 28 minutes? It it would be funnier. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, asshole. No, I mean, the the thing that (laughs) – and that's the thing that makes it great. Um, Women have come a long way, and you hear it in a lot of female artists. We have one. Uh, the actresses we have on. Uh, like I said, me and Jewel, we have a, an awesome camaraderie of just straightforward. It's become a friendship, a family atmosphere, a work ethic that we have grown to love. And, and I, you know, Jewel is my equal, my 50 50. We do this together. We own this together. We love it together. That's what it's got to be like. And, you know, women generally, when you do a lot of IQ tests, are generally smarter. It's proven that women are just generally smarter than men when it gets right down to IQs. Um, and me and my wife, perfect situation. Um, she's the hyper one. I'm the calm one. But she's also, you know, the smarter, book smart one. I'm a little more a common sense one. So there's there's just a big web that becomes a meshed ball of perfection. And that's the way you got to do it. Women deserve every bit of respect that the men do. It's not the... Uh, 1800s anymore, folks. It's freaking 2018. Let's get with it. It's just crazy that equal pay still has to be talked about. And it's like, what are these employers doing? Like, are they just doing it because that's expected? Like, the men get paid more? Like, they deserve more or something? And you don't have to pay the women as much or give them the same type of role? So, it's just, it's just crazy. Like, uh, I, you know, um, college graduate you go into a certain job you have a certain level of expertise and you might get a couple dollars less even than a male counterpart like that's just crazy to me that's like and who would know unless you really delve into it so that's what's happening now everything is becoming transparent in a good way it's outing the people that should be outed and and giving people a voice, so I think I think that's really important. I, I agree. My my wife makes more money than me, and I'm not embarrassed by it. She worked hard for it. She's got a great education and and putting it to use. Um, I talk about my day job. And I talk about uh, my partner Samantha. She's uh, a younger woman, but we make 
the same money. We do the same duties, and we have the same objectives and projects and things that make us money. Uh, when we both kind of indirectly talk about what we made, I you know, was more than happy to hear that we're on the same page because she deserves mm-hmm. it, and she worked hard for it. And any, any woman out there that's willing to give it the same go as a guy does should be paid the same. Are, are there certain jobs that women can't do? No, that's bullcrap. They could do any job. There's certain jobs they're not big in the field of. Maybe, you know, because they'll always be cast off. And I said she gets that in her field. I'd I'd rather talk to a man. You know, that's bullshit. It's bullshit. If you're in the field, that means you know what you're doing. Let's have some respect for the females out there. Big thumbs up. Yeah. Even my daughter, I try to, uh, even when she was looking for a Christmas present, we were going through the catalog, and she's like, Oh, they're they're trucks. That's a boy's toy. I'm like, no, that's not a boy's toy. Like she loves <laughs> trucks. She loves cars. Like this kid loves tools. Like, and I love that she loves that. Like, she's a little daddy's yeah. girl, but she also loves everything that mommy likes too. So it's just cool. And I'm just trying to teach her that nothing's just for boys. Great big world out there. Absolutely. And that's why I love you know watching all the. The females, you know, guys are like, oh, you're front-running because the Eagles are winning. You know, I love seeing female fans. My wife doesn't know enough about it. I try to teach her the game. Of course, I, I feel bad because I'm such an anxious, rowdy, crazy asshole that it's hard to always answer her questions. But I love the fact that, I mean, it's just, yeah, I love the fact that she wants to get involved and that women like sports and want to follow it. And there's a lot of women out there nowadays as sideline reporters and commentators and all that, so... 2018, the world is wide open. It's funny hearing a female talk about routes. It's just <laughs> funny. <laughs> a little can do that. know about routes. really good. She knew oh, about thanks. routes. <laughs> that was really good. You know, for somebody who doesn't claim to be the sports follower, that's a dynamite drop. I follow everything, Jeff. Don't you know that by now? Follow everything. <laughs> you just perpetrate it so you don't have to be. Overworked here at the stoop. <laughs> overworked yeah. and underpaid. That's how we do here <laughs> on the stoop. I am so underpaid. What the hell? Just kidding. I'm so underpaid I actually put money out of my own pocket. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not underpaid. I'm actually paying. Now we, you know, we're uh, we're here for the fun and the excitement. Getting the guests on is fun. Playing their music is fun. Debuting stuff is fun. Laughing and, and joking and being real people with you know, the people you see on TV. It's like, wow, he's this and that. Well, no, he's just like you. He's a fun, everyday person. And we had, we just constantly do it. We love it. Um, our hour and a half time frame is uh, pretty much closing. We've cut it down to an hour and a half. Make it a little more comfortable. We were told two hours a little long. I mean, we're great. I could listen to myself talk for hours. Yeah. Same yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> so here we're going to do. Um, we're going to do this one more time, and then we'll come back and say goodbye. Because I want to play this one more time because it was good enough to get it. Um, again, Eagles Nest 365 for all the Philly fans, for all the Eagle fans out there. We're going to the Super Bowl. Let's get together and let's make Philly berserk. In Minnesota, where they're in Philadelphia, where the hell you are, be Philly proud, be Philly strong. We're going to play this one one more time. It's the new theme song for the Eagles 365 webpage. It's called Going the Distance. We're going to play it for you one more time because it's going to hype us out. 
and then we're going to say goodbye. So uh, give us about three minutes. We'll come right back and we'll say goodbyes and uh, check out Going the Distance here on The Stoop. Yeah, yeah, welcome to the Eagles Nest 365. You with us? You with us? You ready to ride out there? I mean, yeah, it's only real Eagles fans around here. The Nest, you ready? You ready? All my diehards, are you with me? We representing Eagles, that's 360. Coming up from the bottom to the tip, man. on Facebook. You can also find us on Twitter. Check it out. Let's get rowdy. We're going to be rowdy up until Super Bowl day here on the Stoop Radio Show because we are so hyped for it. And we want everybody to get hyped for it. Anybody that's an Eagles fan that listens to the show. Go ahead. You got your finger in the air. Oh, my God. I forgot the cutest thing that happened yesterday. My daughter, she goes, S-P-E-L-L Eagles! <laughs> she doesn't know how to spell eagles, but she knows how to spell spell 
it was just the cutest thing. I got to get it on camera with our little uh, Eagles hoodie on. But it was so cute. I can't. Oh, she's just so cute. Sorry, I had to say that. When we finally get this web page going, one of these days you're going to see, you know, something along the lines of, that computer's too. And it's going to be your daughter, and she's going to be introducing us, and it's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. She's so into, like, all of our guests. She's like, oh, is she on your radio show? Like, she's she's very, she's the next intern. I like it. We need we need interns. That's definitely what we need. <laughs> we need more interns. We need more uh, people bringing us uh, some little assistance, making us bigger and better. If this can actually get better. I don't know. We're pretty damn great. That's what yeah. <laughs> so we're going to... Uh, we're going to thank you all for joining us tonight. We're going to thank Vita and the Wolf for calling in, being a very special guest, giving us a couple pieces of music to play. We were thrilled about that, and really made our night worthwhile. Remember, Wednesday night, Batman's sidekick himself, Robin, from the 66 TV show, Burt Ward, is going to be our guest on the stoop. We're very excited for that. Be hype, be rowdy, get some eagles loving you folks. We thank you again for joining us here on the stoop. We'll talk to you real, real soon. Remember, Patriots fans, don't be a douche. Go birds. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. All right. For Jewel Tady, I'm Jeff the Shark Perini. We will talk to you all Wednesday night. Thank you for tuning in and have a great evening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.